Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, October 21st of 2020. Um, We have a somber start today, unfortunately. It's going to be a pretty rough episode. Um, Just a warning at the beginning. It's like a trigger warning these days. Um, So we're not going to go into a lot of details um and we're not even going to put in it its own special segment but today um the belgian royal family had no events but they sent out a tweet um in support of the french people and the family of the teacher samuel patty who was beheaded over the weekend um for showing a cartoon um, of Mohammed or the Islamic prophet, um, by people who disagreed with what they viewed as disparaging Mohammed. So he was murdered, um, by some extremists, And it's awful. Um, So he was showing cartoons from the newspaper um, Charlie Hebdo, which in 2015 was the site of an attack that killed 12 people for their right to post to share what they wanted to share. Um, so the lesson that Samuel Patty was giving was all about free speech in the French media and how important that is to France, um, and was murdered for it. So the Belgian Royal family sent their support to France and the, uh, and the French, uh, and the family and, um, I honestly kind of expect to see that a little bit more in the next few days. And look, it's just like, this is my fourth time trying to record this. And every time I cry and every time I feel like I'm not educated enough to talk about this. So I have done some research. It's been brief. Um, I've been trying to do this for already a half hour. It, I, it's rough. Um, I, I don't, I don't have the words that I want to have, um, you know, maybe by the time we get some more messages publicized, I'll have some better words, um. The world just is hard right now. So that's what was going on in Belgium today with the royal family. Um, I'm sorry that I don't have a lot of information. Please do your own research on the situation. Um, Like that's really important is to educate yourself um, and not rely on um, other sources. Um, that's something that I, I firmly believe. And I, I do try to come to everything 
that I do with a lot of information. Um, this is a big topic that like has to be talked about and formulated um, outside of a podcast about the Royals. So I will go do my research when this, when I'm done with the day um, of work. And then, you know, I can hopefully bring more more education as the time permits. Um, but like, there's some really great articles out there. I've read a good amount of them now to try and feel somewhat prepared to talk about this. And like, I still don't. Um, but like I said, I, I expect we'll see some more of this over the next few days from the remaining six countries. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in Belgium. Um, so now we're going to move on to the British royal family. Here's the deal, guys. I'm having a really hard time getting through anything on the first round. Um, this is my second time now recording the British royal family segment. Um, so here's what we're going to do for the day. I'm going to go through this and I'm going to try and give as little personal opinion as possible because my personal opinion today is all over the place. I can't pick a direction. Oh. I am feeling very um, conflicted about almost everything that has happened today. So we're going to go with a straight fact as possible. Um, and that's going to be hard. But I'll, I'll try and add some flair in every now and then, but like sometimes I'm just, I don't have good flair. So in the British Royal family, the Duchess of Cornwall visited the Pepper Pot Center hub for elderly people. Um, this is like a really cool place where elderly people can go to get lots of different services all from one location. Medical advice from I'm assuming doctors or like here's who to reach out for for that. Um, they can get meals. They can get help with other services. Um, it's just like a one-stop center for the elderly to get everything they need handled for them, with them, side by side. Very important. Um, so Camilla like was able to talk with all of the representatives of the organization that were there. Um, some members that were using some services in person. She was able to video call with some other members that were, you know, isolating and being safe at home. Um, Camilla also was wearing like a cheetah print mask and it was fantastic. Um, it was just really lovely. Um, and then she also helped pack some lunches and included in these lunches were brownies that were like packaged and they had this nice little um, card on them that I just wanna read because it's so cute. Um, so I don't know, I honestly don't know if Camilla made these or not, but like 
it's a lovely gesture anyway. Um, so the little card says, Chocolate brownie provided by Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Cornwall on the occasion to her visit on the occasion of her visit to the Pepper Pot Center, 21st of October, 2020. And then it has her little like monogram above it. It's very cute. They're very cutely packaged. Um, it's just a wonderful gesture. And like, okay, here's here's a personal hot take. Camilla shines in these moments where she is like showing that she obviously cares about something. Like she just does so well in moments like this. Um, like I love when she does events like this because she just does them so well. Um, and that, like, that's one of the like hidden truths that I've discovered over the course of the nine months that I've been doing this podcast is that like some members of some royal families have very secret talents like they are so good in certain events um and this is Camilla's and it's my favorite thing ever it's so flippin fantastic um so that was Camilla's event and then we're gonna go down to the Duke of Cambridge, who visited the Royal Marsden Hospital to mark the, I guess, kind of groundbreaking or mark the opening of the construction process um, for the Royal, Royal Marsden's new Oak Cancer Center, um, which is really, really cool. Um, so he gave a really fantastic speech. He was able to talk with... Um, some people that will be helped by the Oak Center. Um, he laid a like ceremonial foundational stone. Um, and then it was also kind of coinciding. I don't know if it was the actual 30th anniversary or not. Um, but the Royal Family and the Royal Marsden both shared a similar picture of from William's mother, Princess Diana, laying the foundational stone for the Chelsea wing at the Royal Marsden. Um, so, like, this very similar-looking picture appeared um, that they shared, saying, you know, 30 years ago, Diana did this, um, and now William's doing this. And he mentioned um, his mother in the speech that he gave. So it was just, like, a very cool tie-it-all-in-nice-bow connection. Um that was just, like, really sentimental, and, like, I assume that if, like, that was somehow important to Will to make that connection is my assumption. Um, it could be wrong, but they don't use Diana very often, and I don't mean use as in, like, bring her out, but, like, William does not share a lot about his mother publicly um, unless it's really important to him. So I think that's like why I'm saying that. It could be completely wrong. Like honestly, it could be completely wrong. Um, but that's what I believe. So that is, um, that's what was going on in the British royal family. 
And so now we are going to move on to the Danish royal family. Today, there were a lot of things that happened in Denmark, and the amount that I understand them is like nothing um, because of the lack of information that I found about really any of the events. Um, and sometimes it's a translation issue too, like to be completely fair, there's probably a lot of good information if I read Danish, Danish, but I don't. I read English and Spanish. Um, <clears throat> and so this one, there's no information on from the royal family whatsoever. Um, but it's that Queen Margrethe attended the Your Big World from Linear B to Black Holes event, um, which is somehow tied into her birthday, um, which was in April. Um, but there were kind of events planned through the whole year because it's her 80th birthday. It was like a big deal. It still is a big deal, but there aren't as many events that are happening because of COVID. Um, and so I'm not really sure like what the tie-in is with this and there's no information. I'm sure they'll share information tomorrow um, about it that I can put in the website. Um, but that's what I have for the podcast episode. Um, and then in the morning, Crown Princess Mary attended the launch of World Class 2020, which seems to be like a program dedicated to being a good person, um, which is so crucial um, to be a good person. So like that was really cool. But again, I didn't, I didn't really understand what this was because um, there wasn't a ton of information that I read on it. Um, so it was great. The pictures are really cool. It seemed like there were some kids there, which is always fun. Um, you know, it seemed like a cool event, but I don't know. Um, and then later on in the like early evening, uh, Mary also went on a boat, um, to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the new little belt bridge, um, which from what I'm reading, um, is that it is a very long bridge, like 1,700 meters, um, and it connects two areas of Denmark, um, Jutland and an area called Finn. Um, and so the original on one side, Mary got on a boat um, and sailed under the bridge and like across the water um, and then she I don't know if she drove or was driven um, but somehow she made it to the other side by car across the bridge so she went back and forth by land or by sea and then by land um, so that was the day <laughs> with the Danish royal family I don't I don't understand what's happening um, 
I think that just speaks to like the way my day has been more than it really does to like their sharing of information. Like I said, my personal opinion on a lot of things is like up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, good and bad, good and bad. And so like there's no conflicting opinions about what happened in Denmark. Like from what I can tell, it was all really positive, but it just, it didn't get the attention of the day. Um, what did get the attention of the day is going to be what happens next in the Netherlands. So let's go over there. Netherlands. This is my second time recording this segment too. The, the last one was 15 minutes long. I'm going to try to make this one a little bit shorter. Um, so today in the Netherlands, King Willem Alexander gave a apology video um, for his and his family's trip to Greece um, on, I think, Friday. And they returned Saturday morning after kind of public outcry over said thing. Um, I was really um, up in arms about it. I was very upset about it because I just found it to be stupid. Um, and like, to be honest, I still do. Um, but people are people. And if I had the privilege to be able to do such a thing, you know, what would I have done in that case? I like to think I would have stayed home and been in my country and like supportive. Like that's the kind of person that I would like to be, but who am I to judge? Um, honestly, like I need to stop. Um, so this video message came out. Queen Maxima was sitting by his side. Um, it was a really great thing. I am going to read it to you here in one second. Um, but I just want to quickly talk about, like, this time and, like, our extremes. Um, because, to be honest, like, when this came out, I'm not thrilled with the video. Um, I think it could have been done much better. I think it could have been done sooner. I think the whole thing could have been handled better um, with the initial problem being not having enough foresight to realize that this would be a problem. Um, so <laughs> people make mistakes. People are human. Royals are people. They're allowed to mess up. He, Willem Alexander, has had a very successful seven years as king. Um, he is well-liked. His people up until now have supported him very strongly. Here's the thing. We are living in times of extremism. Because we're living in a pandemic, we have gone for seven months of chaos. 
We are living in really stressful times. I like to think it's harder in America because we've got this election, but it's not. We are living in really hard times. And so we're clinging to mistakes that people have made. Like nobody's business because it's disrupted or added to our chaos. We need to stop for a minute to think as calmly about things as possible because it's not fair to be all up in arms about this. Willem Alexander is not the first royal who has been on a foreign vacation when shit's going down. I was reminded of that this morning. I was reminded of it again in my last recording of this. Like, this has happened many times. Now, not in the middle of a pandemic, but someone has been on a vacation when their country was under a terror alert. And then there was a terrorist attack in the country next door. Okay, so that's happened. Someone else has been on vacation while a city in his country was being attacked by a terrorist. Now, they returned home as soon as they could. As soon as it was safe for them to do so, they returned home. So, that's what Willem Alexander did too. He returned home the minute he realized that he was causing a problem. He came home. It took a minute, but they didn't fly the private, the government plane back. They took a general flight. And that was that. They came home. So, this is not the first time it has happened. It certainly will not be the last. <laughs> we all just need to calm down, including me. I was up in arms, and then I was, like, really unhappy with the video this morning. But, like... I've taken almost all day to calm down about it. So I want to read the message. And then um, there was something else in the Netherlands. We're going to cover it tomorrow because I think that is a better idea. Um, so I'm even right now circling it and moving it to tomorrow um, in my like script note thing that I do. So we'll talk about it then. Um, so here's the message from King Willem Alexander in the video. Um, again, Queen Maxima was sitting right by his side, but she did not say anything in addition. Um, so he said, quote, with regret in my heart, I turn to you. Our trip to Greece has provoked strong reactions from many Dutch people. It hurts to have betrayed your trust in us. Even though the trip was in line with the regulations, it was very unwise not to take into account the impact of the new restrictions on our society. Our own decision to return was made with the realization that we should not have gone. From the start of the corona crisis, we have done our best within the limits of the corona policy to find space and to be there as much as possible for everyone who is looking for support in uncertain times. It is a difficult time for everyone a time of lack, limitations, and worries. From fear, anger, and insecurity, too, 
We have heard the poignant stories and many encounters in person and digitally. We feel connected with you and with all those people who have been directly or indirectly affected. We will continue to work with you to get the coronavirus under control so that everyone in our country can then resume normal life as soon as possible. That is now the most important thing and we will continue to do so to the best of our ability. We are concerned, but not infallible. So that was the message from King Willem Alexander. I will let you make your own conclusions because that's important. Make your own choices. Um, so with that, we'll talk about Queen Maxima's event tomorrow when I have done some more research and kind of gotten through the weeds of the Google search. Um, so we'll talk about that all tomorrow. But for now, we are going to move on to Spain because there was nothing today in Norway. And in Spain, we have another thing where I just didn't do as much research as I should have. Um, it's kind of the theme of today's episode, to be honest. Um, but today, King Felipe attended the 19th conference of the Spanish Confederation of Directors and Executives, um, which is all about like leadership and leadership countries and or companies, not countries, ugh. country. Oh my gosh, I'm doing it again leadership like in companies that are really um really important to spain's culture um and their development and everything like that so um felipe is the honorary president of the um i think it's like cde c-e-d-e uh confederation yeah um so it's cde c-e-d-e is the acronym for the spanish name um, and so he gave a speech closing the ceremony. It was all focused on the, um, theme, which was preparing for the future generation of leaders, um, which has been kind of like a theme this week so far, it seems like, is like preparing for these young people who are going to make amazing changes. Um, so that's what was going on in Spain today. I don't have a lot to say about it, honestly. Um, because again, I just didn't do as much research as I should have. Um, and I feel kind of crappy about that. And I don't even know like what happened to my day. Um, time management may not have been my friend today. Let's just, let's just be honest. Um, as I transition back into like my old normal, I, I think I just got really focused on like catching up on social media and all of a sudden it was like time to write a script and I just half-assed it. Sometimes that'll happen. Um, it's happened before. It'll happen again. But um, it was also kind of conflict, con inflated because like the apology video was taking up a lot of my mental space. I should have honestly just recorded 
myself talking about that at the very beginning of the day. <laughs> um, but I didn't. So anyway, um, that's what was going on in Spain. I don't have a lot to say. Um, I will say I miss... <laughs> I miss summer in Spain. I miss summer with the Spanish royal family. Um, I think I think COVID and like the effects of COVID on the royal families is like starting to get to me. Um, I just miss seeing like real events with the royal couples together. Like, I love me some King Felipe. Believe me, I do. But like, he's not nearly as cool alone as he is when like Queen Letizia is with him or you know <laughs> I mean it's the same thing for like any of the other sp- of the royal families that aren't doing events together uh you know Philippe and Matilda haven't done an event together in uh, since June Jul- July <laughs> um maybe one here or there but like these people just are, and I get it. It's like a COVID thing, and like I get it. I do, but uh, I just sometimes I go, what a year to start a royal podcast. Many times I go, what a year to do anything. Um, yeah. So I Queen Letizia has an event solo tomorrow. Um. And then that's it for the Spanish royal family. Literally, like, alternating events as single individuals. Not single relationship-wise, but single, like, they're solo. Um, yeah. (laughs) Guys, I'm over it. Okay, let's move on to Sweden. We're just gonna chalk this episode up to me just being over it today. So, let's go to Sweden. I am so embarrassed to tell you that this has taken me almost an hour to record. It's not an hour long. Even right now we're sitting at right about 30 minutes exactly. I keep deleting things and coming back and redoing. It's taken me an hour. These never take me an hour. Usually I don't edit at all. Um, Sometimes I'll edit out a cough. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'll edit out a dog bark. Sometimes I don't. Um, this has taken me, I started before nine and it's currently 9.50. So yeah, um, we're just going to chalk this episode up to a WTF episode because that's how my brain feels at this point. Okay. In Sweden, here we go. Queen Sylvia, maybe attended a board meeting of the Care About the Children Foundation No report of it. It was on the calendar. Now it's not. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. Um, Someone should really get a really good website manager for all these royal families. That'd be great. Um, Anyway, 
Um, so that maybe happened, that maybe didn't happen. Unclear. Uh, let's see. Then Crown Princess Victoria visited the current Swedish Armed Forces Recruitment Authority. In which the discussion was on the transition that the Swedish government is going to be making to compulsory service or like a draft. It's not a draft. It's literally like you turn 18, you are going to serve your country. Um, Sweden has had compulsory service before. Um, but like got rid of it because it's not always a popular thing to do. Um, and I don't know if it's just military service that's going to be compulsory or like if there's going to be additional options. Um, so something that has been floated by um, the liberal party in my country, the Democrats, um, is like having compulsory service in some way, shape, or form to your country, um, whether that be like compulsory military service or civil service or... Um, like USAID work, like something like that, uh, in order to like build a stronger connection between younger generations in their country. So I don't know if it's something that's been being done for like that reason, um, or if it's just compulsory military service, which has been um, previously like a norm that you would serve your country, uh, you would serve Sweden for a year. Um, I don't know if that's still the same or not, um, but like I've met Swedish people or at that point it was, I think, just Swedish men. Um, Swedish women didn't have the same expectation, but um, who had served because of this compulsory, but then they got rid of the compulsory. So I don't know what's going on with that. I found it really interesting, but I didn't do a whole lot of research because, again, theme of the episode was just let's not research anything. Usually I'm a researcher. Um, today I was not. I did look up some definitions and stuff like that, but for the most part, didn't happen. Um, and then at the very top, I looked into a lot of stuff about the French thing. Um, so yeah, that was the day in Sweden. Uh, tomorrow, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel are supposed to be on a um, visit to a county. Um they are keeping a lot of things like super hush hush to prevent crowds um, from gathering because that's not safe as Sweden rethinks their approach to COVID. Um, so that'll be something that we'll probably talk more about on Friday because I'll have more details, but I will, if I have any details tomorrow, I'll talk about them. Um, so yeah, that's what was going on in Sweden and all the royal countries, I, all the royal families of all the countries. Um, I'm really sorry that today's episode was all over the place. I, I just got myself in like all kinds of a funk, um, which I try not to do, but I, I'm in a funk, but not like a, a bad, like I'm not anywhere near where I was last week. I just, it's an anxious time to be living in. And I think the anxiety of life of the world of the the U.S. just kind of got the best of me today. Um, it did. It got the best of me. And so I'm just kind of all over the place. Hopefully I'll bring it back tomorrow. I am. <laughs> I, 
I am going to record this podcast before the presidential debate tomorrow, so I'll be very calm, hopefully, Um, or I'll be like I am today. I don't know. I think everything will go back to normal when I find out who the next president of my country is going to be. Can I say that? I don't know. You guys, I'm, I'm a mess over here, but I'm not like, not crying or anything. I'm just, I'm not mentally health a mess, just normal anxiety that everyone seems to be facing at the moment. So that's where we're at. Um, okay. I'm going to end this disaster of an episode and I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Goodbye.